Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach, and I am so happy and thrilled, excited to be here, excited to be behind the mic, and to just be with you in this journey, and as we have this conversation together about having it all. Like, have you actually sat back and asked yourself, what does it look like, or what does it mean for me to have it all? What does that mean in my life? What would it look like for me to have and live an abundant, loving life? Those are the questions that I want all of us to ponder here and to then come up with some sort of answer and take steps in creating that in our lives. Because I believe it's possible. I believe each and every one of us can have it all because it has nothing to do with what you possess, nothing to do with the cars in your garage, the money in your bank. It all has to do with who you are being and how you are relating to life. So I'm honored to have these conversations with you. And one of the goals of this podcast really is to connect with as many people as we can with this message of having it all and to empower every single person to look inside themselves, look inside themselves for that creative power to create the life they want. And one really, really simple way that you can help with that mission and with the cause is to leave a rating and a review and to subscribe to the podcast. Like those three things, subscribe, rate, review. They take about a minute of your time and it absolutely helps. It helps because when you subscribe, when you rate, when you review, that signals to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those other places. It signals that, hey, you know what? Having it all is a show that's got some pretty dope conversations on it because people are subscribing, people are rating, people are reviewing. And so those different platforms will start presenting this podcast to people as they're searching for shows to listen to. So whenever you have a minute, if you could, just subscribe to the show on whatever app you listen on and leave a rating and a review if you can. And I love the reviews because I read them all. I read every single one, the the one star up to the five star, because I want to know your feedback. I want to know how you feel about the show, how you feel about the topics that are covered, all of that, because this show is for you. So if you want to leave a review, that would be amazing. You can give me suggestions. You can just give me some feedback. And you can leave a review on any of those apps that you listen to your show on. Or you can reach out to me just to give me some direct feedback. My email address is matthew at matthewbivens.com. You can shoot me a personal email. I will get back to you. And you can also go to Instagram and connect with me there. I'm at matthew underscore bivens. And even though I'm not posting a whole lot on Instagram these days, I'm very active in my DMs and I'm just constantly sending messages back and forth. So connect with me there. Today's conversation is cool because I want to keep it simple. This is a simple message today, simple topic we're going to discuss because it really doesn't require a whole lot of explanation. And it's this whole idea of do less and get more. Do less and get more. There are so many places in your life right now that if you just slowed down, took a few things off your plate, focused your energy on fewer things, 
and did less, you would get a whole lot more. You would get a whole lot more peace, a whole lot more presence, a whole lot more return on the investment of your time, of your energy, of your money. And you get a whole lot more happiness. And so that's what I'm going to that's what I'm going to dig into today because this is advice that I can take and that I've been I've been working on myself and I believe it's advice for any person out there who has taken a step down the path of consciously and intentionally working on themselves. So I'm excited about this because again, simple simple simple, but you know what it's not easy. And so we'll talk about that for a little bit. All right. To kick things off, I'm actually going to turn my phone off because my phone just beeped at me to let me know, hey, dude, your phone's not off. <laughs> That's what happens every once in a while. But to kick things off, let's start with some magic because we got to talk about these magical moments, these moments when you are influencing yourself, others in life in an empowering way and you're doing it all the time. And I want you to start recognizing and seeing how much magic is happening all around you that you are a part of. Because when you miss it, then you start to think that, well, things just don't work out for me in life. I just don't get the lucky breaks like the other guy does. I just get, you know, crappy circumstances dumped on me. You know, the stuff is always hitting the fan. That's what happens when we don't pause and reflect on magic. So I want you to really connect with that powerful creator that you are. And here's a really simple way to do it. So my magic today that I want to share is pretty darn exciting in March of this year, March of 2020, I went to a conference down in Florida. It was a podcast conference called PodFest. And I met with so many dope people, had so many cool conversations and connections, created some friendships, people that I'm still talking to today, all these months later. And one of the things that I did is I entered a contest for a podcast home studio makeover. And I entered it for my show with Sarah, doing it at home. And so we recorded a video. We talked about why we deserve this makeover of like all new podcast studio gear and all sorts of cool stuff. And you can probably tell where this is going <laughs> because about two weeks ago, we got word that we won the contest. And so that is my magic today. It's just attracting abundance, just attracting that, that abundance into my life in the form of a whole new podcast setup. So brand new mics, headphones, brand new, just different equipment, uh, interface, new. Uh, I get to do sound treatment in my podcast studio, which is so dope because I've been wanting to sound treat this place. I got a big room and these walls could use some, some, some panels on them. So yeah, we submitted to the contest and we won. And it was really cool how they did it, how they announced it. They said, hey, listen, we thank you for your submission. We have a few more questions for you guys. So can you and Sarah jump on a Zoom call? And so we jump on. We're kind of like, what kind of questions are they going to ask us? I mean, they got all our information. They sent you the video. Like, what do you need to know? And so he asks us these questions and kind of just talks to us little by little. And he strings us along for like 15 or 20 minutes until eventually he says, yeah, you guys won the contest. So what was cool is he wanted to record our genuine reaction. And by he, I mean uh, one of the marketing managers at Focusrite, which is the company that was putting on the contest. Uh, Focusrite makes all this really great audio gear and different interfaces for uh, people doing all sorts of audio recordings from podcasts to uh, music and different things like that. So they were the, the main sponsor of the contest. 
and uh, our, our guy Dan from Focusrite recorded us, got our genuine reactions to winning, and it's been cool because we've been receiving some gear over the past couple of days, some of the the prize things, and they're still showing up. It's like Christmas morning here when we wake up and we've got some some FedEx boxes at our door. So that's been exciting. Um, the show, this you know, this show, having it all will benefit because I'm going to be recording on the new mics. So that'll be really dope. And you guys might just hear a slight uh, difference. Hopefully, it sounds better. That's the that's the that's the goal. That this the show sounds better and the audio quality goes up a notch. So that's my magic, just attracting abundance. We've attracted so much abundance for our podcasts over the years. I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of free equipment we've attracted into our lives, and it just keeps on flowing. So clearly, we're doing something to keep those channels open, and that's a that's a beautiful thing. So that's my magical moment, and now I invite you, if you feel inspired, think about a magical moment in your life. You know, Hit the pause button, pause the episode right now so you can have some peace and quiet, and just think about a piece of magic from your life. One moment where you influenced yourself, you influenced another person, or you influenced life itself in an empowering way, right? And you, know, you might be thinking, how do you influence life? Well, my, my magic example is an example of influencing life, right? We attracted this podcast gear. We won this contest and attracted all this stuff. That's an example of influencing life. So think about how you've done that, how you've created some magic, because it's just like a muscle. You want to get that magic muscle so strong, so strong that you are aware of the magic you're creating and you feel it and you can honor it and be thankful for it and just truly see the evidence all around you that you have it all. Because that's what magic is for me. It's evidence that I'm living my abundant loving life as I'm seeing all these magical moments pop off. So take a moment to do that and we're going to press on and talk about you. <laughs> yes, this is listener love time. And I, I appreciate this segment because I just love giving you shout outs, right? Because you're the reason why this show has been going on for four and a half some odd years. And, you know, it's because of you. It's because you listen. It's because you tune in every week. It's because you reach out to me. It's because you connect with me here in Atlanta. It's because of just of you. And I want to show you a little bit of love in this portion of, of our conversation. So today's listener love shout out goes out to Kelsey on Instagram. And Kelsey, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for just taking a moment to jump on Instagram and to tag me in your story. I appreciate that. That's such a cool thing for me to see. Like, yo, Kelsey tagged you in your story and I get to go in there and check it out. And it means so, so much to me. So I'm grateful to you. I've enjoyed our back and forth conversation. And I'm just thankful that you're out there. And I, it's, it's cool now that I know that you're out there. I can put a name and a face and I know that you're listening and that's incredibly awesome. So Kelsey, thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. If you want to be like Kelsey and connect with me on Instagram, again, you can do so at Matthew underscore Bivens. I love connecting there. There's just cool ways to connect on Instagram. We can, we can message each other, like text a message out. We can do a voice note. Uh, videos, I think. I don't remember, but you can do some cool stuff on Instagram. So I always appreciate that. And then if you prefer email, I'm at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. 
And you can do all the same things. You can send me voice notes and text messages and or you know typed messages and videos. I got a video recently from a listener and it was just so cool to see your face. So yep, connect with me. We'll get into a cool conversation. Okay, let's talk about this very simple concept, which is so incredibly hard. And like, why is it so hard for us to slow down and do less? You know, what is that about? But this idea of do less, get more, that's what we're focusing on today. It's September as I'm recording this. And for a lot of people, myself included, it's back to school time with the kids. And a lot of things kind of ramp up in September. You know, if you work in a corporate job or like a sales job or something, you know, it's like end of the year. So it's either, okay, things are about to get crazy, about to get real busy, or it's, you know, famine time and we got to really tighten up and, you know, we got to squeeze everything we can out of every single deal. Or I got a friend who owns a scooter company in, in uh, the town that I went to college. And this time of year is nuts for him because it's back to school time. So basically what I'm saying is this time of year tends to be when more stuff is going on and you feel like you've got to take on more. I got to take on more responsibilities, more hours, you know, a bigger role here, more things to do there. And when you have that happening in your in your work life or in your career, and that's on top of all the things that you feel like you need to be doing for yourself, that's just a tough thing to wrestle with. And by that I mean when you are engaging in a podcast like this, it's because there's areas in your life that you feel like you know, you want to address or something you want to quote unquote work on or something you want to level up in, however you, however you put it in your mind. It's like, this is, this is a personal development podcast. I mean, that's what we're working on, right? Ourselves. And so when you are engaged in that, it is so easy to very quickly accumulate a huge list of stuff of, that you got to work on with yourself. Like this big old list. Like, man, I got to work on my relationship to money. I'm so scarce. Oh, I got to work on that. I got to work on my health. I mean, look at this, my body. Oh my gosh, I feel so sluggish and I got to work on my health. I know I neglect that. And man, my relationship is so up and down and I'm just not feeling very confident in it and I wish it was better. I got to work on that too. And my kids, oh, my kids are acting out and they're just, I don't know what to do. So clearly there's something wrong with me. I've ruined them. So I got to work on that. And my friends, oh my gosh, I forgot about my friends. I haven't talked to this friend in like, Three years, oh my gosh, I was such a terrible friend, I gotta work on that. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens. It's like, as we start to do one thing for ourselves or work on ourselves, it quickly, the list piles up. So you've got this whole list of personal stuff you gotta do, and you got all this added life responsibility right now. And it's just so easy to become overwhelmed. It really is, just... It's so easy to become overwhelmed and to get burnt out with life and feel like you need to escape and just say, you know what, screw it, I'm done. And so the remedy to that, it's this simple concept, do less. Do less. Like That could be the whole episode. Two words, do less, period. And the reason why it's so hard, I think, is because for a number of things, right? Part of it is conditioning. We've been conditioned that 
we have to work incredibly hard to get what we want, that we have to grind, that we have to suffer, that we have to sacrifice to get what we want. And that belief, when you when you buy into that belief and you wear it on and you align with it, there's a whole list of consequences. And I can say that from a person who has bought into that belief. I have had that belief around money for so many years that in order for me to attract money into my life, I have to bust my butt. I have to work so hard. I got to put in all the late nights. I got. It has to be because of sweat equity that my business succeeds or that my bank account grows to where I want it to be. When the reality is, sure, that's one path. Absolutely. And there's a lot of evidence out there of people who've done it that way. And there's evidence out there of people who've done it a different way. Who've gone down a different path as a result of buying into a very different belief. Right? And one of the biggest things that these beliefs that we have does is it impacts our experience. So if you, keep, if you feel like you have to take on more and more and more and more, a lot of times your experience of life goes down and down and down and down. And what I mean by that is you take on more things, you get more stressed. You take on more things, you feel more overwhelmed. Take on more things, you feel a heavier burden. That's what happens. And again, it goes back to this, this lens that we look at life through and the beliefs that we hold on to. And so, again, the remedy to this is to start doing less. Start taking on less. And watch and recognize and spot it that by taking on less, you will actually gain more. And so, that's kind of, you know, this is the, the overall concept, but I want to share with you how I'm actually been applying this in my life. Because like I said, I've been the type that, nah, in order to get what I want, I got to bust my butt. I got to take on more. I got to do more. I got to, you know, grind it out. And so I've been intentional on working on this in my life. How can I do less and get more? And so here are a few areas that I've been applying this advice. And again, my intention is so that you can see yourself in, in what I'm about to share. So first, with the books that I read, it can be very tempting to want to read like every new personal development book that comes out, every self-help book. And there's so many great ones out there, right? Like you can look at the bestseller list and you can find dozens and dozens and dozens just in like the self-help category of books that you got to read. And everybody will tell you, oh, you got to read this. You know, you got to read Think and Grow Rich. You got to read Good to Great. You got to read A Course in, in, in Weight Loss. You got to, you know what I mean? Like everybody will just drop all these books that you got to read. And so it could be so easy to have a library of hundreds of books that you feel like you have to read. That creates overwhelm. And so the way that I apply Do Less, Get More in that area is I read the same self-help books again and again and again. Because the reality is at a certain point, as you keep on reading this stuff, the advice starts to sound the same. Like there aren't an infinite number of pathways to get to specific results. You know, the, the, the path is the path. And so 
you start to see patterns in a lot of these books that you read, or it could be podcasts, or it could be webinars you watch, or it could be TED Talks, whatever it is. It's like this idea that we have to amass a whole lot of information. I need all this knowledge. I need all this stuff. I got to pack my brain full of so much. And so for me, I just read the same stuff over and over. I have a handful of books that I'm working on mastering. And I do not try to stay current with all the new self-help type stuff that's out there that is, you know, quote unquote, guaranteed to transform my life. I just, I don't worry about it. I got my same books and I go back to them again and again and again and again and again until I feel like, you know what, I've really mastered this material and then now it's time for me to pick up something new. So I have reread Seven Habits of Highly Effective People I don't know how many times and I'm far from mastering it, so I'm gonna keep on reading it. I keep on reading Four Agreements over and over and over. I, I, I feel like that will always be relevant. Absolutely will. You Can Heal Your Life, Louise Hay. I read that book again and again, and I reference that book over and over and over and over and over. Five Love Languages, another one. I go back to it again and again and again. Conversations with God, powerful book. I'm looking forward to rereading again. I haven't touched it in years, but it's been coming back up in conversations with people, right? Power versus Force, another one. Like that right there, those books that I just read, those are the ones that resonate with me. I could read those forever and not get all the stuff. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I work on doing less and gaining more in the area of working on myself simply by just focusing on a couple of things I want to read, focusing on a couple of ideas, you know, just following very basic, simple advice and, and not trying to, to do every new mind hack, every new productivity technique, every new whatever the trending thing is right now. That helps me to stay a little bit more sane. And it actually helps me to make greater gains because as I really start to master some of this stuff, it can have huge, huge impact in your life rather than being familiar with so many different things. So that's one area that I apply this advice. Do less, gain more. Second area is in the food I eat, how I nourish my body. I don't follow any special type of diet or eating regimen. I try to keep my eating pretty simple, honestly. You know, one of, one of my eating goals is I want to get a couple of servings of vegetables, green vegetables, and fruit every day. So that's kind of like my goal. All right, how can I get two servings of green veggies a day, for example? I mean, this morning I had one serving in my smoothie. 
I had avocado in there. I had some spinach in there. I had some fruit in there. Great. I'm going to try to get another serving at dinner tonight. That's my goal. If it doesn't happen, okay, I'll try it again tomorrow. I try and limit the amount of sugary drinks that I consume. You know, try to keep it to one. If I have a coffee in the morning, cool. That's my sugary drink for the day. If I know I'm going to go out to eat at night, I might not have a coffee in the morning and then I'll have a sweet tea with my dinner. That'll be my sugary drink. If I end up having two, it's not the end of the world, but I just try to do it, keep it to one. I try to limit the amount of, of carbs, right? Starches, grains, you know? And when I do eat it, I want to eat whole grains, the healthier stuff. I'm not like counting things and tracking all this and doing all of that. I just, I try, I try to keep it simple for myself because that's what's effective for me. And so do less, gain more, you know, in terms of food, it's like less of the unhealthy stuff, more of the healthy stuff. <laughs> it's very simple. Less things that don't grow in the ground and that are processed and packaged and more things that are natural, more things that I can grow in my garden. That's kind of my goal. Do less, get more. I also work on applying this advice in my general day, like day to day, week to week. I work on doing less so that I can gain more. So I, look, I work on doing less in my day, you know, because we all have the 24 hours. I could sleep less and then gain more waking hours. I could do that. I could skip lunch and that would gain me like another 30 minutes. Or I could eat my lunch while I'm doing something else. I could multitask. I could do everything I possibly could to stretch out the amount of productivity hours, productive hours that I have in a day. But there's only so many I can, I, there's only so many there for me. I can't create time. So I actually work on doing less. I try to focus my time on the things that really, really matter and that give me the greatest return. And then I either delegate the other stuff or I just let it go, you know, because I know that I can easily overwork myself. I can easily overwork myself by trying to complete my task list. If I make a list of tasks, sometimes there'll be like eight things on there, you know, and then I'll work through it, work through it, and then it keeps growing. I'm like, why do I keep adding stuff? And I work through it and I work through it and it keeps growing and I'm like, I gotta get this complete by the end of the day. And then I do, I complete it, amazing. And then I go to sleep and I wake up and the task list is back. And now there's nine things on there. I'm like, oh my gosh, it never ends. Guess what, it never ends. There's never going to be an end of the things that you could do. Whether you work, a job that you get paid for or not. Right? If you get a paycheck, there's always going to be more stuff for you to do. If you're a stay-at-home parent, there's always going to be more stuff for you to do. If your main job is taking care of your home, there's always going to be more windows to clean, more floors to vacuum, more hedges to trim. It's just what it is. So I work on on slowing down, on doing less of the stuff that just really doesn't move the needle, right? And by that, I mean, it doesn't get me where I want to be. Try to do less of that stuff and more of the things that actually matter and actually kind of move me closer to my goals or just move me closer to the experience that I want to have. And so as a result... Right now, I'm working about three to four days a week. That's, that's my average work week, three to four days. And 
I've been intentional on that. Just like, okay, how can I do less? How can I do less? And what's been really amazing is I've found that the work that I'm doing on those three to four days, it's like the really meaningful stuff, right? If I'm doing work for the podcast, it's the stuff that is really going to push the podcast forward. If I'm doing work in my coaching, it's the stuff that's really going to push that forward or anything else that I'm engaged in. And so I work on doing less, getting more in my day-to-day. And so those are just three simple areas with the, the information that I'm taking in, the food I'm taking in, and what I'm doing in my day. That's how I apply this advice. Do less, get more. And let me be real with you. This is hard, which doesn't make sense. I'm like, why does it make sense that it's hard for me to do less? Why can't I just chill more? You know, and, and, and again, I think it's part of that conditioning. Like, there's just this part of me that feels unfulfilled if I'm not doing something. If I'm not doing, like, working with my hands or creating something. And so one of the ways that I've, I've funneled that is, to, is into one of my hobbies, which has been gardening. And now I feel like this other hobby of beautifying and up, upgrading, updating my home is starting to come out as well. Because I kind of see like, oh, you know what? I have these little projects I can take care of over here and over here and over here. And I don't know, that might be actually going against the advice, do less, gain more. But what I, what I try to steer away from is doing more work behind a computer, right? Because those things, like that, I, I could be doing that forever. This idea of getting to inbox zero, like that literally, inbox zero is the concept that will show you that work never ends because you could hit inbox zero at 1 p.m. and by 101, you can have another email. You can have 10 more emails in a minute and it just shows you that that will never end. And you go on vacation. Yeah, God forbid you go on vacation for Labor Day or something and you come back and your emails have just quadrupled and you're like, oh my God, I'm staring at a thousand plus emails. You know, it never ends. So... When it comes to work and just how you fill your day, do less, get more is great advice, but it is it can be challenging. And part of the reason it can be challenging is because we're so attached to different things. We're so attached to doing something my way. Ah, I can't delegate this. It has to be done my way. God forbid I let go of that. No, no, no. I have to do it. It's got to be my way. And we're so attached to our routine. No, first I do this, then I do that, then I do that. Oh my gosh, if I had an hour in the middle of the day, what would I actually do with it? Oh, I, 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 that, that, that thought is too uncomfortable. I'm a type A personality. I can't have a space in my day when I'm just replenishing me. No, 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 I can't do that. I got to fill it up with something. It's just sometimes, and for some people, do more, or excuse me, do less, get more. It's just uncomfortable. But I'm telling you, we aren't designed to do more and do more and do more and do more. Nothing is. Machines have to take a break. I'm taking my car to the shop tomorrow because it needs to take a break. It needs to be worked on, right? If you're driving your car and you're constantly redlining it, something's going to break down. And the more you redline and just keep it there, the bigger the bill it's going to be. And guess what? The same is true with you. The same is true with your body. You take on more and more and more and more and you don't balance that out with more chill time as well, you will pay the price. You just will. 
It's not personal, it's principle. Every choice has a consequence. It just is what it is. The PPC balance is the precursor to longevity. That simply means the balance between what you put out and what you put in. When those two things are balanced, you can go long and far. When the golden goose is taken care of, and it isn't all about the eggs, but it's about the goose as well, then you can go far. But what we like to do is we like to just keep on cranking it. How many more eggs can I get? How many more eggs can I push out? Let's keep pushing it. Push, 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 push. Oh, screw the goose. It doesn't need, we don't have to worry about taking care of it. It doesn't need to have nice food. It doesn't need to drink all the water. No, no, screw the goose. Keep pushing out the eggs. And then eventually the goose dies and you got no more eggs. So I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm empathizing with you if this idea of doing less is really hard because I get it. It's been hard for me as well. And it's been a big process for me to do the things that I shared with you, you know, to feel like, oh my gosh, all right, I'm a balanced lifestyle coach. I have to know what these new books are. I got to know what people are talking about. I got to be on top of the new, you know, podcasts that are helping people to become more mindful or more peaceful or more productive. I got, you know, you walk into Barnes and Noble, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's an entire table of books dedicated to this. And I don't know every single author. Oh my, yeah, that's the conversation that can go in my head. So allowing myself to chill and just getting back to the basics and focusing on a few that resonate with me, not easy. But I found that as I've done that, my understanding of the material has really gone through the roof. And then my application of it in my my day-to-day life where it actually matters has become greater. And as a result, I've seen more flow and more magic in my life. Like applying seven habits. Actually applying the seven habits is so much different than just reading them, understanding them intellectually, understanding the concepts, and then going on to the next book. Applying them means getting your hands dirty. It means getting into real relationships. It means trying things. Okay, let me try to seek to understand this person before I get them to understand my point. So let me just ask some questions and make sure they understand me. Yeah, do that rather than simply read the concept, un, you know, nod your head and then move on to the next chapter. As I've done that, I've found, wow, you know what? It really is beneficial to just focus on fewer books and fewer pieces of personal development knowledge than trying to understand all of it. And with my, with my body and my, my eating and my exercising, like there's so many different programs out there. That's one of the biggest things that I hear when I work with people and I, and I introduce them to the balance chart tool. They'll come to me and say, Matthew, I don't know what I should be eating. There are so many different diets. There are so many different you know, recommendations. Do I go paleo? Do I do keto? Do I eat grapefruit and tuna fish? Do I do Whole30? Do I do, you know, there's so many different things out there. So people just don't know what the heck to do. And I, I say, yeah, I get it. I get it. And that's why I believe the advice is like, just simplify, you know, eat real food. Eat stuff that comes from the earth. Eat stuff that expires within a couple of days. <laughs> if the food that you're eating has a shelf life of multiple years, eh, it's got some things in it that aren't that aren't quite natural, right? So 
There's a reason why certain cultures that have blue zones in them, and blue zones are those areas in the world where people live really, really, really long. Like you'll have a high, like a high population of people that will live past a hundred. In those blue zones, like there's a lot of markets, right? They go every day and they buy the food for that day, or maybe for the, you know the next one to two days. It's not like one Costco trip, you know, that lasts you for a month. It's let me go to the store on Monday. Let me go to the store on Tuesday. Let me go to the store on Wednesday, right? So eat simple foods, things that have a have a low shelf life, that come from the earth, that have a lot of color in them, not artificial color, real color, you know. And that that eating for me wasn't always easy, and I've worked on it, simplifying. So I get you that the concepts are challenging, but you know what? If it wasn't challenging, everybody would be doing it and everybody would just be in this peaceful, joyful state and that's not the case. And so, yeah, sometimes you got to lean into the discomfort. You got to lean into it. That's how you expand your comfort zone. The only way to get through that comfort zone is you got to lean into it. If you lean away from it, it's got you. And now you're getting further, further away from getting that comfort zone and the fear grows and grows and grows. But as you lean into it, you find out it's not that bad. It's not as terrible as your mind is telling you it is. You know, taking an hour-long break in the middle of your day, like actually taking the hour-long break won't be as agonizing as you think it might be. You won't fall as far behind in your work as you are so convinced that you are going to fall behind. That won't be the reality. So I offer this to you, that by doing less, you will truly get more. And you're going to feel more accomplished, feel more peaceful, feel more present and feel more happy. So give it a shot, you know, for the next week or the next day. What can you reduce? What can you do less of? Instead of grabbing for that shiny new thing, what can you double down on? Something that you already know to be effective. What can you let go of? And just try, like try to see if you get more by letting go. Experiment. What do you have to lose? So for me this week, I'm going to be intentional on spending more time in my backyard. I just made a nice new little indoor sunroom seating area. I can look out over my backyard. I'm going to focus on spending more time there instead of sitting behind the computer and doing my late night work sessions. Because this is an interesting week coming up. We have the Labor Day holiday and then my daughter's birthday. So Labor Day holiday on Monday, her birthday on Friday. Those are typically two big work days for me and now they're going to be reduced. So it could be really easy for me to convince myself that I have to do more work. But I'm actually going to be intentional on doing less work. That's what I'm going to spend my time doing. So I offer you to join me. Pick one thing that you feel like you can do less of and then see. See how that impacts your life. So I appreciate you joining me today for today's conversation. Remember, all of this is so that you can have the abundant, loving life that you want, that you deserve. It's there for you. It is there for you. You simply have to grasp it, all right? Part of that grasping is leaning into the, to uncomfortable things, leaning into new things. That's part of the grasping. Part of it as well is adopting new beliefs, new mindsets that are really going to serve you. So that's what I'm committed to offering you up in all of these podcast episodes and sharing my examples of how I'm working at it, 
of how I've figured something out of my breakdowns, breakthroughs. That's what I'm committed to. So I appreciate you hanging out with me today. Truly, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to uh, hearing your feedback as to how it went when you let go and you did less. And I'd love for you to share with me the more that resulted from you doing less. All right. You go have a wonderful rest of your day, wonderful rest of your week. I'll catch you on the next episode. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.